Hey guys, it's Eric RPG, and I've got two reviews for you today, because they both have the same name, so why not? But I'm reviewing Lords of the Fallen, and Lords of the Fallen. That's Lords of the Fallen from 2014. The original Lords of the Fallen, and the new one, which... This is a completely different game, but it is a sequel, because it does take place after the events of the first game. Although I think there is some slight retconning to make the new game work better. But, um, the cover of the first game, uh, you play as a static character named, uh, Harkin, who's a big, meaty, burly dude, and Scott, it feels like it has this whole, um, Blizzard Warcraft character proportion vibe, and I kinda don't like it, <laughs> and it even translates in the gameplay because it's clunky as hell. In fact, there is shaky cam when there's too much movement with the camera. And I think you can adjust the camera to reduce the sensitivity, but you could only do so much with that. And um, it released on the PS4 and the Xbox One originally, but um, I only played this Xbox One version because um, it did get the FPS boost the, the last update, or at least... The last update, which may or may not be the the truly the final update, it probably is, but you never know. Microsoft could revive that program at some point in the future if they find more games, find new ways to update those. But um, even with sixty FPS, it's still kind of weird in spots, and the colors are muted, so it's kind of hard to see certain things. And things also got a rather muddy visual look. So, um... It's also got the Diablo-style loot mechanic where... Well, you'll find equipment, and it's a very specific equipment, but, like, they're... There's this rune system where you can attach runes to weapons, and while they are interchangeable... Um, the rune system is the more Diablo-like system, because the weapons are static. You find them in a specific location, you get it, and then you don't have to worry about it again. And there are no weapon duplicates. Um, so, the rare weapon drops from certain enemies, you just have to keep fighting them until they give it to you. But, um... Basically, you use, ex you ex use your experience to bank skill points. And those skill points can be used to up your skills, and obviously the cost increases with every level up. But uh, you don't have to necessarily level your character. Um, but because the the way the game splits is like, you either bank them into your your attributes or you bank them into your spells, and that's the, if you decide to get any of the magics in the game. The magics in the game were kind of garbage, other than like healing and. A buff that temporarily boosts your attack or defense. Um, most of the spells are kind of useless. Um, unless you may be playing as the rogue. And that means actually playing as a rogue type character. Which the decoy could probably be a bit more useful there. Because um, the enemy beats up on it for a few seconds. And it takes a certain amount of damage. But I, I fully upgraded that when I was doing my mini muscle guy playthrough because it sometimes helped it doesn't help all that much but like 
It might buy you a second so you can heal your character with your SS flask-like thing, which that's another problem with this game. It's like, despite the fact the game launched with the numerous issues, like the post-game support fixed most of those issues, but a lot of them are still present when I played this game in 2023. Um, like, uh, sometimes potions don't refill when they should. Um, and there's also one instance where the game crashed and another instance where the game... Um, damaged me for seemingly no reason. Because um, you're going these things called the Rogar Realm, and apparently just being in the realm hurts you if you if you step outside of the light. But sometimes I was within the light, and I was still getting hurt anyway. So it's like the game's own mechanics don't work all the time. But um, it's just hard to recommend. I feel like the decision to make a Souls game was kind of like a last minute decision because it clearly felt like it was designed to be your standard action fantasy RPG with um, a darker tone and then they worked in the Souls mechanics at the very end of its development and it shows because um, the, the way they implemented them was just not great at all. Which brings me to the next Lords of the Fallen. Oh, yeah, I guess I gotta give this game a score. Um, uh, it's a straight five. Yeah. Um, maybe even a four and a half, if I'm being mean. But I'll be fair and say it's a five. But this brings us to the new Lords of the Fallen game, which also launched a number, with a number of issues... It really could have stayed in the oven for, like, at least two to three more months, in my opinion. But it's a, still a much better game. It's just don't play the Xbox version because it's currently got some performance problems. And even the PS5 version does. And even the PC version does, but the PC version has... Well, if you've got a good enough rig, most of those issues don't aren't that much of a problem anymore because... Um, even with the best, um, frame rate on best rig, there might have some performance hitches, which may or might not be related to the fact that, uh, this game has a dual world mechanic where you can go into the umbral realm, which, uh, is basically the land of the dead. Um, enemies within the normal realm and the umbral realm will exist in both planes and that you'll have to deal, take care of both of them. Which increases the model count and the number of hologons on the screen, which um, obviously hampers performance and the fact that that game's loaded all that stuff into memory, and it's not optimized well enough for that. And I think they were too ambitious, and I think having the uh, corporeal. Um, enemies show up in the umbral realm while you're there was probably a bad idea although it doesn't make from an interesting combat perspective because uh you technically have two lives if you die within the normal moral, moral realm you'll go into the umbral realm and um basically get a shot at just not dying because uh after that point the only the way to recover your um first life of sorts is to get back into 
the real world, and which you can use by going to one of the checkpoints. <coughs> Excuse me. But, um, you're also going to have to go into the umbral realm willingly because sometimes um, progress is blocked and maybe you have to go in the umbral realm where there's no water, where there normally would be, like a lake or pond or whatever that you have to traverse that to get to another location, stuff like that, um, or bridges that only exist in the umbral realm. And while you can use the lamp to temporarily go into the upper realm to cross like a bridge or something, I don't recommend it because while you're in the upper realm, um, enemies will spawn occasionally. And if they hit you, they'll drag you into the upper realm instantly. So you're better off just switching entirely and just be playing it safe, which it's another thing you have to keep an eye out on because when you forcibly go into the upper realm or you're dragged into it, um, a chunk of your health is turned into what's called wither health state, which if you get hit after that, you'll lose all that health. And um, the only way to get it back is to attack an enemy. So it's kind of like rally in a way, because even when you're in the normal world and you block an attack instead of perfect blocking, um, you'll lose a portion of your HP, but you can get it back if you attack. So it kind of forces the U to be somewhat aggressive, like in Bloodborne. And if you're a fan of Dark Souls and you hated the fact that Dark Souls and Dark Souls 2 and even 3 had shitty pyromancies, at least at first, that have terrible range, like Fireball and Great Fireball and the Great Chaos Fireball should have further um, travel points instead of being short to mid-range to mid-range abilities. No, these, these attacks go far. Um, they definitely nailed the magic aspect of this game because all of the magic spells are really good and wonderful to use. Um, some are much better than others, obviously, but there's not a lack of choice when it comes to whether or not you want to run um, a faith build, which is called Radiance in this game, or an Umbral build, which is basically just your normal magic or the Inferno build, which is basically the Pyromancies. And while it doesn't really evolve the genre, it does do some interesting things. Like that I mentioned, the double world mechanic, even if it doesn't work all the well as it should. And um, the lore is actually interesting now. And you can create your own character. And there are three different endings. And... The only and the game, they keep adding content to the game. Hopefully, they'll do a performance patch soon that fixes a lot of those issues, especially on the Xbox version. But it's kind of a hearty recommender if you're a Souls fan. And I'm gonna give the game an eight and a half out of ten. But um, that's all I have for you guys today. So until next time, see you guys later. Bye bye.